Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to the episode of Mark the Poet, the podcast. And today, uh, I want to wish everybody listening to this episode a very happy National Poetry Day. Because yes, today, here in the UK, it is National Poetry Day. And National Poetry Day is very much a holiday for uh, people like me, uh, poets like me, writers like me. Uh, but in essence, uh, every day of the of the year is feels like National Poetry Day because every day I um, am inspired to write poetry. I have poetry within me. I think about poetry. I want to write poetry. Uh, I see poetry um, all around me, and um, and it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing gift uh, to be able to to see and interpret the world and put it into into words. And um, I love being a poet. I love writing poetry, and I love that there are. Days of the year, uh, especially dedicated to poetry. Um, as I say, I write about poetry almost every day. Uh, on this podcast, I uh, publish a poem a day on um, on all podcast podcast platforms. Uh, so every day, you can listen to me um, recite one of my many poems from one of my books of poetry. Um, and I just want to, uh, just, uh, describe to you or read to you, uh, what National Poetry Day is, uh, from nationalpoetryday.co.uk. Uh, um, and, uh, National Poetry Day is the annual mass celebration on the first Thursday of October. That encourages everyone to make, experience and share poetry with family and friends. Each year we come together because voices, words and stories help to bridge understanding in our community. And um, I cannot agree more with that. Because um, my experience, poetry um, brings people together, even though there are some people in the world who, when you ask them what their favourite poet is or what their favourite poem is or whether they like poetry, they'd probably go, um, I don't have one, no I don't, and no I don't. Because uh, people think they don't, that poetry isn't for everybody. But I'm here to say and to uh, clarify and to... Um, tell everybody that poetry is for everybody and it can be accessible to everybody and I firmly believe that anybody can write a poem and I firmly believe that everybody every day writes their own poetry because what is poetry? Poetry is life. Life itself the, the seasons of the earth, um, the actions of people, the way they speak, 
the way that people treat each other. It's all poetic. Um, and, you know, you have... It could be the most briefest of moments, but it could be poetic in itself. I see it every day in the interactions that I have with people. Um, some people say, <coughs> excuse me, um, oh, I could never write a poem. And I say, yes, you could. Because the more I hear someone speak, the more I see them articulate, the more I hear someone um, tell me their uh, their story, I hear in them that they have something that they want to share. And that's, that is what poetry is. The world itself wants to share its secrets, its mysteries, um, as do people. And they do so um, sometimes in ways that they don't even realise, subconsciously. And that's, poet- that's poetry, that's poetic. Um, and it, and it, it all starts with something or with someone. Um, because poetry, um, and becoming a poet is, is a calling. It really is. I mean, for someone who calls themselves a poet, it is a calling. It, it, it's like you've been given a gift. You've been blessed. And, um, you know, like I say, people, I think anyone could write poetry. Anyone could write a poem. Um, anyone can like poetry, but being a poet, um, is something that you don't just do, and you, you, you are not, you, you're not just a poet, you, you, it is, oh, it's hard to describe, but it, it absolutely defines you, no matter who you're in a relationship with, no matter what you do, no matter, um, where you find yourself, you know in yourself you are a poet. And you write and you share what is on your mind, what is in your heart and your soul. And you put it out into the world. And if you're lucky, someone um, may read what you have written and like it. And be influenced and transformed by it. And every day we are all influenced and transformed by everybody else. And by everything else around us. Um, as I say, poetry means a lot to me. Um, it's what defines me. And being a poet defines me. Um, every day, like I say, I, I publish a poem a day... Um, on my podcast, uh, uh, Mark the Poet, the podcast. And when I can, I publish, I write, and I publish a brand new poem on my website, markthepoet.me. And I've been writing, as I say, writing poetry for for years now. Um, In fact, I think it's about 14 years now since I first began writing poetry. And... As I say, it just, it only takes one thing, one person to just start anybody on a journey. And 
I never expected, and I never even I never planned to become a writer, a poet, an author. But um, over the last fourteen years, that is who I've become. That is who I've grown into, and that's who I I love to be. Um, and as I say, it all started um, back then, and. It started with a person, and if you are a reader of my my books, uh, especially my first book, Poet of the Sphere, which came out in 2012, which was a collection of poetry that I was lucky enough to get um, published via my uh, amazing publisher, Zilu Media, um, after I got introduced to um, uh, my publisher, um, Mike Blackburn, uh, by my friend, uh, Jen Blackburn, who is the, um, the daughter-in-law of, uh, of Mike, and, um, and she had read my, I'd been writing poetry on, and publishing it on MySpace for, um, for some time, and she read it, she was a friend of mine, she read my poetry, and she said that it was really good, and that I should get it published, and, one thing led to another, and I got uh, connected to my publisher, and um, I made a choice to. Um, I was given the opportunity. I made the choice to, to to take a leap and get my poetry, some of the poetry that I'd written, published in a book, which was thrilling at the time. And when I think back, it still is to me, even to this day. But I want to rewind there. Um, a moment and um and go back to where it all really started and as i say it starts very simply at first but very complicated uh you could say as well um and everybody's journey begins differently my journey as a as a poet began um with a woman. Uh, I fell in love. Yes. Um, and that is another thing that uh, poetry is to me. It is love. It is finding love and expressing love. And it was love that compelled me to become a poet and to write my first poem. And who was the instigator? Who was the muse? Who was the one who changed me fundamentally and irrevocably? And um, I'm not sure if I've ever spoken about this person uh, on the podcast. Uh, but I've definitely written about her. And, um, and as I say, the first poem that I ever wrote was about this, this woman... And uh, her name is uh, Luciana Caro. And Luciana Caro uh, is a, a Canadian actress. Um, she's best known for her appearances on uh, television series Battlestar Galactica, Caprica, uh, Falling Skies. Um, she had a, um, a part in um, Smallville back in the day. Um, but in any case, 
as soon as I saw Luciano Caro uh, all those years ago, I just, something about her just got to me. I was just head over heels, just absolutely blown away, absolutely ensorcelled, you know, by her. And I just thought, wow, this this is a she's absolutely, you know, amazing. And she was really talented actress and and um I started following her on MySpace and when MySpace was a thing, um and I still miss MySpace actually because I, I met some friends there and if it wasn't for MySpace then I wouldn't be who I am today. So there you go. That's another thing to um to, to mention. But yeah, so, as I say, I f- became a friend of Luciana's on MySpace, and um, I was an immediate fan of hers, and I, as I say, I really felt something for her. And uh, I was a fan of um, poetry, of reading other people's poetry, the famous poets, you know, um, especially Shakespeare, and I have this very old copy of the great works of Shakespeare. Um, it's a very old book. Um, and every day I was sending Luciana a poem or a quote that um, that I thought she would like. Because I wanted to, you know, communicate to her that I... Um, that I liked her and and I was sending her some of uh, Shakespeare's sonnets and uh, because that was the only way that I I thought that I could you know because I just I just wanted to tell her in some way shape or form how I felt about her but then I got to a point where I thought you know what I want to say something I want to write something that tells her um who she is and what she means to um, the people around her because there were a lot of people, some of her fans, her friends, who um, who did things for her and they wanted to do things for her because they really liked her because she's such a lovable person. And um, I'd say, you know, she was someone who drew people to her and she definitely drew me to her. And, uh, and yeah, so I wanted to tell her basically that, uh, I had feelings for her, but I didn't want it to be too much. And so I just thought, you know, what, I just need to write something. So I just started writing and it was hard at first. And I, I just, yeah, put, um, Hands to, fingers to keyboard, keys, and I just started typing. And I started typing and typing and typing, and I thought, okay, there you go. And I sent this poem to Luciana. She read it, and she immediately liked it, and she was blown away by it. And and I was blown away by the reaction, and I was so happy that she was happy, that I made her happy. And, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing feeling.
So then, about a week later, um, or probably not even a week later, I write, wrote another poem. Um, I sent it to Luciana. And then I wrote another poem. And these were all about Luciana. Things that, uh, And I mentioned things in it that I knew she was interested in. Things that she mentioned herself. Things that she posted on her MySpace page. And yeah, it just... I just wanted to just give her these gifts. And I just, as I say, kept writing. And I didn't expect to keep writing at all. I wrote one poem, two poems, three poems, four poems, five poems, six poems. Um, And then I I thought to myself, hey, maybe I can start writing about something else. Um, As well as Luciana, who was, by this point, my inspiration, my muse... So I started writing about something else, about the world, about what I saw, what I felt. Then I wrote another poem, another poem, another poem. And, you know, like a, a boulder rolling down a down a hill, it just kept going and going and going. And kept pe- picking up speed and the inspiration within me just grew. And before I knew it, I was writing all the time and posting these poems on my blog, on MySpace, and sharing them, and connecting with people, and people telling me that they liked my poetry, and and um, and all the while, you know, the in, Luciana was continuing to be the inspiration, and I will always thank her for that, for giving me that, because if it wasn't for her. Then I wouldn't have started writing poetry. I don't think. Um, and she um, has a great, um, great career. You know, she was in on the, the Chris Isaac show. Um, as I say, she was in Battlestar Galactica, which she was great in. Um, and you know, over the years, um, unfortunately, I've lost contact with her because people people's lives um diverge um you know she's gone on to have a a career and she's gone on to have a family um and you know myspace is not what it was um and i too i went and i um connected with other people and um started sharing my poetry in other places and um i uh eventually started my own blog on blogspot i think it was back in the day and then on tumblr and then eventually on um on wordpress and i this is when i started to think about this is when i got in contact with um my publisher um via my friend jen who introduced me to uh, my publisher, and this is when I started to collect my poetry, and I and I was given this this opportunity to put it all into a book, and um, and I, of course, naming things was because in the beginning when I first wrote that first poem for Luciana, it didn't have a, a title. None of my first poems had a title. It was only when I in retrospect when I went back when I had written my 10th poem I started going back and giving them names 
and um, titles and uh, defining them. Um, and so I went back and the first poem that I ever wrote was called Blessed. That's how I wanted, I, I wanted to describe Luciana and also myself in retrospect. But at the time it was more to just describe that poem about Luciana. Um, but, interestingly, that first poem was not a part of my first poetry collection, Poet of the Sphere. And, um, and why? Because, I don't know, it, it was a poem that I wrote for her, for Luciana, and, um, I don't know, I, I just, it, it just didn't seem like the, the place and the time to, 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 to publish it so I didn't and I re- kind of regret that actually I wish I'd put it in there um, but I dedicated the book to Luciana as well as other friends of mine at the time um, and yeah I got quite a few um, um I think I have a hundred poems in that first book, um, Poet of the Sphere, um, which I thought was an apt title because it was, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, the um, the phrase, you know, the music of the spheres, um, which uh, is not just the the title of uh the Coldplay album uh music of the spheres um has also been the the title of um album an album by Mike Holfield and basically the music of the spheres is the natural harmonic tones that um is produced by the movement of celestial spheres uh, or the bodies fixed in them. So basically, the 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 harmony, the the resonancy, the music of stars, planets, which can be heard, and can be, um, and it's a, it's absolutely it's a haunting um, thing to 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 hear this this music, um, and it's captivating. It really is. And I believe that there are is poetry of the sphere. I don't. That's why I took the inspiration from music of the spheres. Um, in thinking that if there was music, then there must be inspiration. There must be poetry. So the poetry of the spheres. So I decided to call myself and define myself from that point on when I realised. If there was music of the spheres, then there must be poetry of the spheres. That I would become um, poet of the sphere, meaning the poet of Earth. You know, the one who lived on Earth, loved the Earth, was inspired by the Earth. And on the the front cover of my first book, um, there is an image of me uh, that I created, where I am looking down upon. Um, the earth, this image of the earth, and um, 
and yeah so there you go there's a little uh insight into where i got the name poet of the sphere from and of course that name defined me for an entire um what seven years um and i published on every website i um i named it poet of the sphere or poeta universalis which is latin for um poet of the sphere and um and yeah i kept writing and writing and writing and publishing um even after i got my first book published i um i was still writing and i was so happy i still remember the the moment that i revealed to my i, I kind of came out to my parents that i was a poet because they had no idea they had no idea that for for years i'd been writing poetry that i'd been sharing poetry online and um it was an emotional moment um and it was thrilling for me quite frankly and i remember taking my first book to work and showing it to my supervisor and to my friends and they were all amazed and they thought wow you did this you wrote these and some people were immediately brought to tears and I, I didn't expect that you know this reaction it's because people never expected it of me of me they didn't think that i had i was capable of it because it was a, it was a secret for me being a poet was a secret that i kept i mean people online who i met knew i was a poet they knew me as a poet they read my poetry the people in my life, the people who I saw every day, had no idea because it was just something that I did, um, you know, while other people were um, going on with their lives. I was looking, I was listening, I was seeing, and I was being inspired. And, um, and yeah, that all culminated into this first book of poetry. And I, as I say, I was... Uh, giving copies of it to people and I was continuing to spread my wings and and um, write and I've written by this point I've written hundreds of poems um, and, as, and as I say I kept meeting new people but still remaining connected to those who had given me this opportunity and still continuing to think about um, people like Luciana my first muse, the, first, the person who first inspired me to write poetry, you know, my publisher, um, my friends, and those, the group, my group of friends expanded, and I kept, I continued to meet new people. Uh, I fell in love, um, had relationships with people um, that were good, um, sometimes bad, uh, ups and downs. Um, optimistic, tumultuous, you name it, I went through everything. Um, and I have been through everything since 2012. Um, so you could say the last 10 years has been a roller coaster. But I met some great people, both um, online, both in person. 
And I've been inspired the whole time, the whole way through. Um, and I kept, I've kept publishing poetry. Um, and I've kept publishing books as well. I've been lucky enough to be able to continue to get books published. Um, my, my next book uh, that got published was um, entitled The Sound of Mark. Um, based on a a phrase that I say a lot, which is the word sound, which uh, is something that um, it's kind of like my catchphrase now. So every time anyone asks me, "Oh, are you okay, Mark?" I go, "Yeah, sound," meaning that I'm good, or you know, um, it's just something that I'm I'm known for. It's uh, so I just incorporated that into my the title of my poem. Um, but also incorporating sound as in my own sound, my own voice. Um, so that was the, that's the meaning behind the the uh, the title of my second book. And then I got my third book published, uh, "The Eternal Boy." Um, basically, um, uh, because I'm an eternal boy, like Peter Pan. Uh, that's where I took the, the 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 name from. You know, someone who continues to have enthusiasm and be inspired, and um, who doesn't want to stop. You know, going from place to place and just just having fun and smiling and and that's who I am. At my, I'm in my nature. I am a very lovable, um, loving person who likes to share things of me with people around me. And um, I, and I've done that for years, and uh, to I like to be. Um, and then the next poem, uh, sorry, the next book that I got published was my book, The Dreamer and the Dream. Um, and um, and I, that was for that to me that was like I'd come to a moment where this was me at my peak, perhaps. Um, and the poems in it, um, were, you know, some of the best I'd, I'd written at that point. Um, and I was really happy with it. Um, and then in 2016, uh, or 2015, 2016, you know, I started to think about writing something different, something other than poetry. Of course, I would continue to write poetry. But then I started writing short stories. Um, and then eventually I wrote one after the other. And, and then eventually I got some of those. Um, I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll, I'll publish a collection of short stories and poetry. Uh, so that's what I did in 2016. I got a, a book of uh, both short stories and poetry published called Too Close to the Sun. And um, then following that, I got, um, um, as I say, I, I fell in love. I've, you know, been in relationships. And every time I've been in a relationship, that person has inspired me. Um, and the love that they've given me has really fueled me with inspiration. Like, not even they would know. And I've written poetry for people. Um and and yeah sometimes those relationships have gone well and sometimes they haven't 
Um, and I wrote an entire book dedicated to um, someone who I was in a relationship with um, and and my relationship with her uh, back in 2016. And um, I, I got that published in a book called Truly Madly Deeply, which was... Uh, which had in it a, a short story about the, the time that we first met each other and in person because we met online and some of the poems that I'd written for her. Um, and then, as I say, continued to write poetry, continued to write short stories. And then um, in 2017, I was writing a poem, or I thought I was writing a poem, and then it grew and grew and grew into becoming... A, th- a short story and then eventually a novella um, called um, The Wolf in Me and this again started me on another journey a journey with a character that I created uh, called Olivia Hunter who's a werewolf uh, but not all, not also but not only is she a werewolf she's a mother she's a teacher she's someone who struggles with life herself um and the choices she makes and you know even she would admit she's not a perfect person and she feels like she's been cursed with becoming a werewolf having to transform into a wolf and she hates it um you know when we first meet her she's been in the wolf in me she's been a werewolf for 10 years she's having to do this every month change into a wolf whether she likes it or not and then over the course of the story, you get to find out more about her, who made her, what she is, and uh, and yeah. So and then um, after I got that published, I went on to go on to publish a another collection of short stories. Oh, well, I just started keep, keep, the 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 art is and the the secret to being a good writer or being a a poet is to just keep writing. No matter if what you write isn't very good, just keep writing because it's um it you might not find find it very good. Or think it's very good. But other people might just so just keep writing, keep being who you are. And the more you write, the more you have these ideas. And the more you live, in fact, the more you are inspired and the more your life is enriched. And my book, Playing God, which is about this man in black who looks very much like David Bowie, the, the late, great David Bowie. Um, is someone, this man in black is someone who helps people. And over the course of Playing God, these um, seven short stories within it, you get to discover who this man in black is. You get to discover who he was. And who he wants to be. And why he does what he does. Why he looks like David Bowie. Why he wants to help people. And he's a character who's very close to my heart. As is Olivia Hunter. Um, and the next book that I got published. Because at the end of The Wolf in Me. Um, um, I was asked the question. Well, what happened? So the wolf where's the wolf and what happened to Olivia and they wanted to know more and and I wanted to start writing more about so I'm very very at home writing about supernatural 
creatures and um, experiences and situations. So I thought, hmm, I wonder what happened to Olivia Hunter after. And I thought, okay, I'll start writing. And I thought, well, what if I incorporate another supernatural aspect to it? So that's what I did. And uh, I created the character of Vega, the Vampire King, uh, which was influenced by many different characters. Um, And um, he first appeared in The Wolf in You, which was a sequel to The Wolf in Me, which also had within it um, Olivia Hunter as the main protagonist, and Vega and Olivia Hunter meet, they fall in love, and... There's a whole thing there, and a whole um, adventure that goes on in there, in within that book. Um, then when I got to the end of that book, and I was so happy with it. Um, again, kept writing poetry. That's all. That that's the main thrust, you know, of my writing life. Um, and it came to a point where I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I want to publish an, another book of poetry, something that I hadn't done exclusively since 2015 because um 2016 i i wrote and i published truly madly deeply which was a short story and poetry and then 2016 again i published my short story and poetry collection too close to the sun then after that i just kept writing um short stories and novellas and so then um you know, in 2019, I wanted to publish just a poet, just a book of poetry. So, at this point, um, I was um, walking all the time. I've always been an avid walker and a rambler who loves to walk and ramble through the the English countryside and through the forests and the trees and experience and you know, be in touch with nature. So, I got a book of pub, of poetry published. That revolved around my passion for walking and um, my love of nature. And that was called The Rambler. Um, that was a kind of like a, a play on words because um, I am kind of a rambler with my voice as well as with my feet, you could say. Um, so I got that published and I was really pleased with it. Um, then um, I thought, oh, you know, I want to get back to writing about um what I was wondering you know what happened to Vega where did Vega come from you know I wanted to try and dig, dig deep into who Vega was um so I got a book I I started to write basically the 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 the, the origin story of Vega which would also be a companion piece to The Wolf in Me. So it would tell the story of Vega before he met Olivia Hunter, the story of, of of Vega at the time that he met Olivia Hunter and his time with Olivia Hunter, and also briefly the time that he spent after Olivia Hunter and what happened um, if and if they got back together. So I wrote that and I was really pleased with that as well. Um, and then next, um, I wanted to write, uh, and that came out in 2021. And then this year, uh, I came to the realization 
that it was 10 years since I got my first book of poetry, Poet of the Sphere, published. So, um, once again, I chose to start writing some poems exclusively and with the, um, the occasion of it being 10 years since I started writing poetry in mind. And I started writing a book called Poet of the Multiverse, which is a collection of poetry um, about me, about my journey, about where it all started. And finally, after 10 years, uh, well, 14 years, I got the first book, the first poem that I ever wrote for Luciana, published within it as a fully... um, full a full page um poem because i did publish it in the introduction to my book um the dreamer and the dream back in 2015 but it was kind of like an example of this was the first poem you know but in um my new book the book that came out this year poet of the multiverse i wanted to put that first poem the first poem that i ever wrote front and center and say to all um that this was the first poem that i ever wrote for luciana um so i want to read that and and then um i want to read you a new poem that i wrote especially for um national poetry day today and um and yeah so this is my this is the first poem i ever wrote entitled blessed and it was written for Luciana Caro, um, probably back in 2018. I think it was 2018. Might have been before that. Um, I'm, but I'm, I think it was 2018, 2000, 2008, 2007. Anyway, so here it is. You have been blessed with a smile that would bring happiness to all who gaze upon you. Who has only to speak with heavenly tongue and make someone anew. All that hear your voice would grant you any wish that you would make. Your eternal spirit will walk the lands of the earth and endure in history's wake. You will live on in the hearts and minds of those who have gazed upon you. And one day you will be given the awards that you are due. You see yourself as imperfect, even though you are a queen. You are truly unlike anyone that I have ever seen. You have many friends who consider you the best. You are perfection incarnate. That fact I must put to rest. You are a timeless beauty created under angel guise. Who has been blessed with grace and joy. And who would outshine the light of heavenly skies. And that was it. The first poem that I ever wrote. And even to this day, I still can't believe that I wrote it. Um, Just like I can't believe that I wrote a lot of the poems that I've written. And why is that? Because you kind of, over time, you you do feel this detachment. Because every poem is like a memory. And every time I read something that I've written, I think to myself, did I actually say that did actually do that did actually feel that and i have to keep reminding myself that yes i did 
because that was me at a particular time in my life and um and I've been through experiences I've met new people I've done things over the years and as a result I have been changed and influenced and that's also influenced my poetry as well because I don't I even my writing style um the way I think um it's it's been a, a an experience of transformation as life is for everybody but i never forget where i came from and that's very important as well no matter the path that you've been on no matter the journey you've been on don't forget where you came from and though you can continue to make the same mistakes over and over again and go down the same dead ends perhaps over and over again as i have done because as i say i'm not perfect i make mistakes just like everybody else um and it can be sold at some of the mistakes that you make some of the things that you choose to do and the effects of that can be very soul destroying and there was a point back in 2014 when i had to walk away from the name poet of the sphere uh i just felt like i had to i had to detach myself from it so i went on to rename myself mark the poet because it's based on something that someone said at work actually and uh you know they used to because they knew i was a poet by this point because i'd had four poems four, four books of poems published um and they went oh they just oh there's mark the poet and that stuck with me and it made me happy and i thought to myself when i was going to kind of rename myself re um reinvent myself you could say for a new generation a new era of myself a new incarnation i renamed myself mark the poet and i started a new website called mark the poet dot me and that was where i started um publishing my new poems and i've been publishing on mark, mark the poet dot me since 2014 as I say, and um, yeah, I love it. I, it's where I publish episodes of my podcast and um, news about my new books and where I publish all the new poems that I I write. But as I say, I, I haven't forgotten where I came from. I haven't forgotten what's important to me. I haven't forgotten who's inspired me over the years. Even though I've, you know, had relationships with people friendships that have not stood the test of time for one reason or another um and people who have inspired me you know that 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 inspiration has only been for a short amount of time but um and that's it's sad it really is sad but um yeah we we all live we all learn and we all change we we have to change that's the thing no one can stay the same no one can stay in one place and people some people don't like change but they don't realize that they change all the time and that to become what you are meant to be you have to change you have to adapt and i have i know i have 
and um but yeah as i say don't forget where you came from and that's why you know poet of the multiverse my newest book came out this year was meant to become be like a bookend to my first book of poetry poet of the up poet of the sphere um basically to also to 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 show that my view of the world and of the universe and of people and of everything has expanded beyond a single sphere it has expanded to an entire multiverse of thoughts feelings ideas and as a result my vocabulary and my experience has been um very varied and um it's grown and even to this day you know i i write poetry whenever i can and I, but i i try to make it as original as i can but i'm sure most sometimes i've uh accidentally either repeating myself or rhymed with what i've already written and i'm sometimes i say the same thing over and over again but uh not as i say only accidentally um but you know when you you feel the same things you do the same things you you write about the same things but then you, you put into the mix of that things new things brand new things new new ideas new concepts new things that people say to you new things that you hear new music new muses and we are all constantly influenced and inspired every day but we all also as i say go back to the same things that have inspired us for years and that will continue to inspire us um because that's just human nature we we keep going back to things and places that mean a lot to us and a place that means a lot to me is that i return to all the time is starbucks now i know not everybody likes starbucks i do it's somewhere i go to all the time i go to i've been to many starbucks's all around the world in here in england in birmingham in london um you know i also have been to many of the starbucks's in new york when i went there back in 2013 um starbucks's in georgia in the us in atlanta um in uh rossville there in georgia but you know wherever i've been if there's a starbucks then i'm a happy man because when i go into starbucks because i go there so regularly especially the 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 starbucks is that i i frequent uh quite frequently sometimes on a daily basis um i walk in they know me by my face by my name by my order so i don't even have to say anything and i over the years i've had a rapport with several of the the baristas who i've met people who have found out that i'm a poet i found out that they're poets and writers and we've had a rapport with one another and um and a you know a a, a friendship and a, a mutual appreciation of one's work and it's been wonderful to 
to get to know some people and to continue to, to come in, sit down and write and be inspired by the atmosphere that um, that I find within Starbucks. I always drink the same drink. I always mostly eat the same food. Um, I always have a caramel macchiato, something I've been having for years. Um, even though the first drink I ever ordered in Starbucks was a, a hot chocolate. I just want to put that out there. But for the most part, 99.9% of the time, I've ordered a caramel macchiato. At the moment, I'm also drinking the pumpkin spice latte. Also just as addictive. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, caramel macchiato. You can't go wrong with that. But, yeah, so I go into Starbucks all the time. I write uh, both my poetry, my books, the, whatever story I'm writing at the moment. And, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's just makes me happy to go there and to write and of course writing itself is a very solitary endeavor it's something that um we writers do and that unfortunately other people can't be a part of but not on a practical level but on a an inspirational level they can um because as i say everyone is influenced by everybody but because poets and writers were so um within our own mind we don't realize um that other people are watching us and they're probably wondering what are they writing what are they doing and but, but because they and probably they're afraid to even ask you know what are you writing some people do and you can tell another writer by someone uh, because they come over and they go what are you writing and then they reveal oh i'm a writer too and oh really okay and that's when it it starts you find out that you know you know these secret poets and secret writers all all over the place especially um working as baristas in in starbucks from my experience people who have this hidden talent at least some people are, you know, singers, um, and they, they 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 do things extracurricular activities. Um, some people are, are teachers. Some are mothers and fathers, um, and they have other responsibilities. But um, they still find the time to to write whenever they can. Maybe not as pr- prolifically as me someone who writes all the time whenever I can wherever I am but um yeah <laughs> I I think I'm I'm an I'm an anomaly in, in many ways. Some someone's described me as different and when they first described me like that I was like, what do you mean different? I didn't say that but I thought to myself, what do you mean different? And I suppose I am different because, to them, because there's no way that they can, or anybody can understand the mind of a poet, of a, of an artist, because we're all individual. I mean, look at Vincent van Gogh, one of my favourite artists. You know, that man struggled with mental health 
for so many years. He was, you know, incarcerated and he was, um, you know, thought to be mad. But, you know, he was incredibly inspired. He saw things that other people couldn't. And when you have that gift to be able to see things and interpret the world and the universe in ways that other people only wish they could dream of doing, it's, yeah, I, I, would, I would imagine it's very um, hard for people to understand and uh, and they can interpret, especially from the words that you, you write, I mean, I tried to make my poems... I don't even try. They they just come out as if I'm having a conversation with someone or I'm telling a story to someone or I'm saying, do you know what? I've just been thinking about this. So it's like it's a, kind of like a, a, a two-way conversation. I'm saying something and I hope that those who are listening to my poetry or reading my poetry, um, they... And I, I'm, I'm sure from what I've, I've heard, that they do, they get the feeling that I've been trying to portray and trying to instill into what I've been writing. And, uh, and yeah, but whenever someone ever asks me, you know, where do you get your ideas from? I always say from everywhere and anywhere. And, um, and from everyone, because everybody is inspiring in some way, shape or form. It's only when you, as a poet, finally stop and you sit down with your pen and paper or with your laptop or with your phone and you just start typing that all this confluence of ideas and emotions and feelings just pouring out of you and you start it just emoting this tidal wave of inspiration that had all built up within the ocean inside you, within your subconscious and it just pours out of you and it does for me and the the only question is, where do you stop? And, you know, I, when I was younger, when I first began writing poetry, my poems were short, and as I continued to write, they got longer and longer. Um, but now I feel like I I know, I have an instinct as to where, when, and how to begin and to end a poem. And that comes with experience, comes with Training, you could say, um, because, you know, writing is like everything. You have to train yourself. You have to exercise the um, your natural gift. Um, you have to train your mind. You have to train your um, your body in such a way. And um, it, it's fascinating how sometimes you can sit down and write something and you might never share it, but you find that you have to write just to keep um, keep that poetic muscle going. Just keep that heart, the heart of the poet, the heart of the artist, pumping. Um, 
Yeah, so. Yeah. But, like I was saying, uh, today is uh, National Poetry Day. And the theme of this year's National Poetry Day uh, is the environment. And I didn't even know that it was National Poetry Day until I just happened upon um, the fact that it was National Poetry Day. And I'm so glad that I I happened upon it early. I realised it a few days ago that it was National Poetry Day today. And then I had time to sit and write about something um, that met the brief, you could say, that met the, the theme of this year, this year's um, National Poetry Day. Because I've written about the environment. I love nature. I love being out and about. As I say, I'm a rambler. I'm a writer. And I've been inspired by it. Things that I've seen, places I've been to, people I've met. Uh, I love being around nature and animals and wildlife. And it's incredibly captivating um, being among nature and being and feeling the energy of nature. And because um, I, I, as I say, I've written about um, the world, what has inspired me, what inspires me, what has um, in given me joy for years. Um, but today, this year, for this, um, the theme, I wanted to write something just straight away, just write about something that um, inspired me when I heard the word, the environment. And, of course, there are many different environments. We, for me, there is the environment of the natural world, the, the environment of the earth, a forest, a jungle, uh, a green, open pasture, you know, everything. There is, to define the word environment, and that is a very expansive um, subject for me when I think of the environment I think of not only the environment of um, our immediate um, lives um, I think of the environment of the earth I also think the environment outside of the earth because that's how I think I think very expansively I think very I can think very small but I can also think very large. So, um, the poem that I wrote for today, especially for National Poetry Day, um, is called The Environment of Nature. And um, this, on this episode is the first time that anyone's going to hear it. And um, I, uh, as I say... It's just something that occurred to me, and it really, I think, captures how I um, see the world and what I think about and what inspires me. So, uh, I hope you like what you hear. There is no greater aroma 
than what you inhale when you walk through a forest of trees. There is no more heavenly experience than witnessing and being caught in the energy stream of the morning sunlight at dawn. There is no place like being on a beach or looking out to the horizon as the sun sets below the waves. There is no more invigorating sound than the chorus of birdsong that heralds both the beginning and the end of every day. There is no more awe-inspiring sight than seeing planet Earth glow like a pearl as it spins against the darkness of space. There is no more humbling experience than looking down at all the life and the light that thrives and shines below as our world silently turns on its axis and is orbited by its own celestial offspring, the moon. There is no more ethereal wonder to witness than the beautiful rippling energy strands of the auroras of both the northern and southern hemispheres created when the sun physically touches and the thin translucent veil of our world's atmosphere. There is no more perfect moment than looking up at the stars from the ground seeing the constellations, seeing other planets within our solar system, and realising that everything and everyone in the universe is connected. There is so much more to life on Earth and in the cosmos that we have yet to discover. There is so much more to a place and a time than can ever be captured or ever truly imagined. There is so much more that humanity can achieve together if only they were able to put aside their differences and talk to each other. There is so much to be found when you start wondering and wondering about the greatest gift in existence, the magical oasis of life that is the environment of nature. And uh, yeah, like I say, that really... Uh, encapsulates what I feel, what I see, um, and what I was inspired to write when I saw the word environment, because there is the environment within and the environment outside, the environment of the earth, the environment of space, because we're all connected, even though life appears to be concentrated on this special sphere of activity called planet earth there is many other hives of activity many spheres within the universe where life exists most likely simply a simple form of life and also complicated forms of life that have yet to achieve the means to travel via, um, you know, the to travel interstellar, to travel from one planet to another, because you know the the distances between the the solar systems and the planets and the stars of the galaxy and the universe are so vast that even travelling at the speed of light, it could take years, decades to reach the nearest solar system so you know the the, the main 
um, thing that's stopping us from either communicating or being communicated by another alien race um, is time and speed and and space and physics. But then again, we may have already been visited. They may already be here. Uh, extraterrestrial life, who knows? But um, but anyway. So back onto the subject of poetry and the subject of the day, National Poetry Day. So I've spoken about my own journey, my own inspirations, my life, and what poetry means to me, uh, which is a great deal because essentially poetry is that which has has changed my poetry has changed but um my connection with poetry and my love for writing poetry hasn't changed and will never change and i i love um sharing my poetry i've been doing that for years i used to make poetry videos and put them on youtube in which i used to put my voice and my words together and um and share it online and um and yeah i i love love doing that um and you know over the last couple of years as i say i've started a podcast um mark the poet the podcast um the one you're listening to right now and i've been publishing a, a poem a day um for the last uh what three hundred and uh three hundred and fifty four days thereabouts um so almost for an entire year I've been publishing a poem a day on my on my um podcast and it's been amazing thrilling um I've loved every moment and I will continue to record recite and reread the poems of my past um from my previous books as i say i began my first recitation was from my book uh, poet of the sphere i'm currently reading and reciting from my book the dreamer in the dream and um and yeah it's it's fascinating to me to rediscover and kind of relive myself at that time um and that is because i'm different i've had experiences that have changed me like i say i've met people who i've who have changed me and um it's been fun (laughs) it really has been fun and it's been exhilarating and as i say i've met some amazing people very inspiring people um and i look forward to writing more poetry and the the thrill is i don't know what i'm going to write about next um and people who know that i'm a poet and people who have had conversations about poetry um and not only just poetry, but of stories and my fascination with stories. And I also love when I get to reveal 
again and again that I'm an author or a poet because they are bowled away. They 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 don't expect. It's always unexpected because people have this um, preconceived uh, concept of who people are from how they appear. And I love to go. No, um, actually, I am this. I've done that. And uh, then I go, I always say, oh, I'll give you a copy of one of my books. And uh, they go, oh, okay. And sometimes they read it and they go, oh, my God, I can't believe you wrote that. And I always love hearing that people loved even one line of a poem that I wrote or one poem. And I love hearing people's interpretations and perspectives on my poems and they they wonder where it came from why did you write that where did that the inspiration come from and I, I i can't say i can only say in the moment it just came to me whatever i wrote just came to me and um and yeah and that's just the story of my life poetry is the story of my life it's the story of the life of everybody and everything and um it's an amazing thing to be able to to write and capture and and share um every day i and uh, uh and yeah i, I it's something i love doing and um i you know if you ever get the chance if you ever see me if you know what i look like and you get the chance to come over you, maybe you're in starbucks i'm in a Starbucks in Birmingham or somewhere, and you see me, don't be afraid to come over and go, Mark Hastings? Mark the Poet? Uh, and I'll go, yeah. And, yeah, introduce yourself, because I love that. I love, I love it when I get to meet people, and that doesn't happen that often. I don't get, people don't recognise me for who I am and what I do. But I would love that. So, give a see me, you know, randomly. Come over, introduce yourself, connect with me, sit down. I'll buy you a caramel macchiato and we'll just talk. And you introduce yourself to me, I'll reintroduce myself to you. And, you know, you never know. Maybe one day in the future, you listening to this will become a part of a poem that I have yet to write. Um, but yeah. So. Um, I'm always going to be a poet. I'm always going to be a writer. I'm always going to be an author. I'm always going to be a dreamer. I'm always going to be someone who is inspired by. People. Places. Experiences. Feelings. Thoughts. Ideas. TV shows, films, books, the environment, nature. Um, because there is so much to be inspired by. Um, but some people don't have the time. They have a, they're very busy. They, um, you know, they're worried about um, money and about, um, you know, because it's... It's not easy. Life is not easy. 
And poetry tells the story of both the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the beautiful, (laughs) you could say. And it's not an easy, my journey, my life has not been easy. Even though from the outside, people might see me and think, oh, you know, he's, he's this, he's that. But that's just surface, on the surface, you know, below the surface, subconsciously. There's a lot always going on. Um, but yeah, that's life. And the life of a poet is taking the inspiration, taking the relationships that you've had, taking the experiences that you've had, and um, putting them and transforming them into words and sharing them. And you'd be amazed at how many other people out there have been through what you've been through, have seen what you've seen, or something similar. And they really jive with your message, your story. Very much like music. You know, in my opinion, there is no more inspiring, um, magical power that a human can generate and be the creator of than music you know and music is very collaborative especially if you're in a band or you're a singer or a songwriter it's not only just you it's all the people around you um me it's always been just me but i say it's only it's been only just me I have an entire band behind me too who is the band of people who have inspired me over the years whether it's William Shakespeare um reading his plays and sonnets whether it's Luciana Caro who inspired me to to write a poem about her the first poem I ever wrote um all the other people I've met the Relationships I've been in, the friends that I've had, people who I have met for a very short amount of time, but who I have lost contact with, who I um, don't know where they are, and but also family members. You know, my family is the most amazing and supportive family. They love me. They love what I do. They're very proud of me. Um, and yeah, and also the friends that I've made. The fans that I have of my work. And the people who have chosen to buy my books. Or have spent the time reading my poetry. Or listening to my podcast. Um, it really does mean a lot to me. Um, and that's why I, I continue to do what I do. And that's why I love what I do. And, and yeah. So... As I always say, uh, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, But I just want to wish everybody listening to this a very happy National Poetry Day. It might not be International Poetry Day, but here in the UK it is National Poetry Day. And as I said at the beginning, um, every day for me is kind of like National Poetry Day. Because every day I am writing about poetry 
or I'm thinking about poetry, or I have an idea, um, but in any case, um, today is just, um, National Poetry Day is, uh, just a brilliant, uh, a brilliant thing, um, and I just want to say that, um, I think it's a, it's a great a great thing because um, you can if you go to nationalpoetryday.com nationalpoetryday.co.uk sorry um, you can you can donate um, National Poetry Day generates an explosion of activity uh, nationwide um, there's thousands of amazing events taking place across the UK. Um, in gardens and streets in schools libraries public spaces and um it really is um an opportunity for um people to um to to sh- to share their their inspiration um and um and share the poetry within them because as i said at the beginning you know everybody is is full of poetry, whether they they know it or they believe it. Um, National Poetry Day, the the website, it's um, it's run by a very small charity, the Forward Arts Foundation, and they rely on its audience's support to help promote the best new poetry in all its forms. Um, they strive to. Um, be a, uh, a society in which everyone, regardless of culture, background, health, status, gender, sexual identity, physical ability, or economic status, can develop creativity and agency by making, experiencing, and sharing poetry. Um, and if you believe poetry has the power to make positive change, make a donation. And as I say, you can make a donation via uh, nationalpoetryday.co.uk um and yeah give give back um and give to the next generation the the gift of um of of inspiration also um if you so are so inclined you can choose to potentially or perhaps buy one of my books of poetry that are available online on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, uh, from the book uh, the book depository online. But you can also experience and enjoy my poetry for free online on my website, markthepoet.me. Um, some of my older poems are available at uh, um, Poeta Universalis. Um, dot com on wordpress so but if you search for poet of the sphere i'm sure you'll find some of my older poems you might also want to enjoy me reading a poem a day um on spotify on um on anchor on google podcasts on apple podcasts on apple music uh, and you can do so um my um um podcast mark the poet uh 
Sorry. Yeah, Mark the Poet, the podcast. There you go. But anyway, so, as I say, I'm going to think I'm going to leave it there for now. I just once again want to wish you all listening to this a happy National Poetry Day. And um, I hope you have liked what you've heard in this episode of the podcast. I hope you'll choose to seek out some more of my poetry. And more than anything, uh, I hope you have a great day. And uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard in this episode of the podcast and uh, you wanted to read some more of my poetry, um, then you can do so by uh, going over to uh, markthepoet.me. That's my website where I regularly post uh, poetry that I've written. Um, There's a a wealth of um, poems there going back um, several years Um, so, um, I'm sure that if you liked what you heard in this episode of the podcast and you like poetry and you like me, then I'm sure that, uh, if you head over to my website, markthepoet.me, you'll be able to find, um, some more poetry that you'll like. Um, and if you, uh, wanted to, um, buy one of my other books of, uh, poetry, short stories or novellas, uh, then you can do so uh, on Amazon. All of my uh, books from Poet of the Sphere up to my newest book, uh, Poet of the Multiverse, are all there. And um, yeah, so uh, I hope you'll choose to seek out and enjoy more of my work uh, wherever it's available. Um, but uh, yeah, I just want to say um, thank you for listening um, and uh, happy reading.